Ciao, I'm Alice Rosthorn. Welcome to the Enzo Mari Costellazione podcast series, a collaboration between me and Hans Ulrich Obrist, curator of the Enzo Mari retrospective at Triennale Milano. And a very warm welcome to the star of this episode, the marvelous Marva Griffin Wilshire, who, as founder and curator of her passion project, Salone Satellite, the annual showcase of young design talent at the Salone del Mobile in Milan, has championed and nurtured the early careers of many young designers who've gone on to great acclaim, including Oki Sato of Nendo in Japan, Matali Classe from France, and the Swedish design group Front to name but a few of them. Marva was born in Venezuela and educated in Italy, in Perugia. She then moved to Milan to work in communications for what is, was then CNB Italia and is now BNB Italia. She then became Italian correspondent for Condé Nast's international titles. Marva launched the first Salone Satellite in 1998 and has, of course, established it as a hugely popular and important part of Milan Design Week and as an essential accelerator for young designers. She's won many awards, including the prestigious Compasso d'Oro, and has been a member of the Museum of Modern Art New York's Architecture and Design Committee for many years. Now, I'm very curious to talk to Marva about Enzo Mari's influence on young designers but would first like to hear about how she first encountered him and his work. So Marva, first of all, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi. You, and when, <laughs> when did you first become aware of Enzo Mari? Well, when I started working with uh, CNB Italia and I discovered this fantastic world of Italian design, I one of I was very curious, so I started visiting also showrooms and all what was related with with the design Italian world. So one of my um, first showrooms to visit was Danese that I loved in Piazza San Fedele in Milan, and there I discovered the Enzo Mari's uh, projects. And I was like very touched and very, uh, very, very, very happy to see all, all his um, designs, especially his um, pieces, uh, 16 animals and 16 oh, fishy, uh, fishes that I love very much. And then I was very much interested in what, all this personage, what he was doing, what he was designing. That's it, how I met, how I met Enzo Mari. Ah, well, the best possible encounter with the work. So what do you feel he stands for in design within Italy and how have perceptions of him changed over the years? Oh, in Italy, um, in Somali, it's a very well-known and appreciated uh, designer. He's uh, one of the masters, living masters now. He's... Uh, his work is uh, also internationally very, very much um, appreciated because um, of his work, it's very special, his research. Uh, he's considered a, an outsider as a designer because he research not oriented to forms, shapes, but mainly to the significance and use of the products. 
and uh, and this philosophy that his philosophy that inspired many many designers and young designers uh, in their creativity have give him give him this uh, uh, prestigious prestigious brick. Uh, um, to re- recognise his work. And do you feel that those are really the defining elements of his work that distinguishes it from that of the other great Italian designers of his generation? Oh, yes. Um, I, th- I think so. Uh, uh, that's my opinion. And I have like, spoke, sp- speaking to many, many other designers, uh, they, they, they recognise this. He was like very out of the, and he knew he knew that what he was uh, he wanted to 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 design, and like this, as I said, inspired many many designers on their their creativity, and uh, being followed by quite a lot of them now, even the young, starting from the young designers. Indeed. And of course, throughout his career, Enzo Mori has produced a huge body of work, working on many different scales with different processes, different materials um, and different typologies. Um, So you're really spoilt for choice. But could you identify three examples of his work that you find particularly interesting and explain why you chose each of them? Uh, As I said, the the, the the, how I discovered him with this um, um, incredible animals puzzles, uh, 16 animals. And because Enzo Mari um, started a part as a, he was an artist. He, he, he went to the Academia di Brera in Milan and uh, as an artist, and he was um, creating beautiful pieces that nowadays you can find have become very, very expensive because of, of his incredible work. And then he started producing um, design, industrial design. Um, my pieces after this and um, the animals, uh, I love very much his little, small, uh, elegant Tonietta chair he designed for Zanotta, which, was, which I think is very, very, very interesting. Tonietta, it's uh, a very elegant uh, chair with the, the, I think it's aluminium. And then it's, um, it's the, the, the seat and the back seat are in uh, leather. Um, the very, very, with beautiful different colors. And uh, he then he got the Compasso d'Oro for this chair. So it's a great very, accolade. Um, I should say minimalist uh, chair, just uh, with a seat. With the structure is in uh, aluminum, and the uh, back seat and the seat are recovered in leather. Great. And your third example of his work that you're particularly intrigued by, what's that? Then he, he, he started, he did a beautiful, uh, he did something that I love. It's all his um, project on the 
autoprogettazione, all this furniture uh, using uh, ready-made uh, timber that you can, uh, it's, a, it's sold as a kit and then you can, your, you, when buying it, you can assemble yourself. There is the, all the instructions. I think it's very, very interesting this because he's, uh, he was like he's sharing his creativity with the user of his products. Yeah, it's an extraordinary project for so many different dimensions. And given that other designers had produced similar projects in the past, Louise Brigham with her box furniture project in the US in the early 1900s, and then, of course, Gerrit Rietveld um, in the 1930s and, and during World War II, why do you feel Mari's um, version of this sort of set of instructions and assembly kit for furniture to make yourself really captured people's imagination. Ah, uh, that thing. I think this was like it was very interesting because, like, for a person buying, getting a piece designed by this master, and be able to like collaborate in the assembling of the piece, I I think it was something very very interesting and. Uh, for the for the user also um, make make you happy to have a piece that you have contributed in a, in a, in assembling in the finishing of this piece. I think something very 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 interesting. I'm, I'm I will be I myself would be very happy to to like to say collaborate with the designer to finish the piece. That's why I think this was a great, great success and a great, great invention of his part, his part on his side. Yes, it was very generous and empowering. And of course, one of his hopes for the project was that um, the users wouldn't simply make that furniture. They would then go on to make other pieces, become handier that's it. in terms of DIY, yeah. which yeah, is yeah, great. That's true. That um, was great, yes. And in, in your many years at Salone Satellite championing young designers, has Enzo Mari played an active part in, in any of their careers? Oh, Enzo Mari was like uh, incredibly inspiring to many, many young designers and architects. Uh, they were like captured by his, uh, his philosophy and his way of thinking. He taught many young designers. He was always available for them, even though because of his character, he was a bit scary. And he was like, (laughs) um, some of some designers were a bit afraid of him, but will continue to follow him to listen to his to his talks and uh, and also receiving very uh, interesting advices from him and because he 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 had a very apparently a very um, sad uh, um, childhood uh, so he was uh, apparently a bit tough. 
and rough, but at the end he he was he was a very generous um, generous person, especially to young to young design to young people and to young designers. And uh, this was like he he was always relating about his his uh, childhood, and then his um, his relation with his children. I think he had five five children, and he when he started he always related he was when designing when working these um, kids were always around him, and this is how he started. His first designs was all these um, games and drawings for 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 children because of his uh, of his children that they appreciated a lot and they were also like observing him of what he was he was doing and uh, in the last I think in the last thirty years all the Young, there are quite a lot of designers, young designers, who are who have followed their his philosophy. We have like, and they they don't they always say it like Jasper Morrison is one who who admires quite a lot um, in Somali, and he he always refers to him and to his work and his influence in his work. He wrote a beautiful essay about Mari recently in, in Domus. And, and I'm very interested that you refer to um, the children's um, products, the games, and also the wonderful children's books that he made for her, his own kids. I mean, there is a real love and joy and playfulness um, in them, which routinely Enzo Mari is praised for the elegance, the economy, the honesty, the functionality of his work. But I think that sort of lighter, um, more playful quality is often ignored. And yet it's a very lovely element of so many of the projects he worked on. And did he tend to mentor um, young designers on an ongoing basis? Or was it um, more a matter of offering ad hoc advice to them if he met them and thought there was something interesting about them. Yeah, I think if he he was like he meant to like to to taught them, you know, his uh, his way of approaching life and and philosophy of of, of his work. And uh, they were really amazed to be to to listen to him and to follow him. And this was his uh really his um, legacy that he has given to 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 young designers to young to young people he had uh, i i can i have spoken to um young designers that i'm very close to that were in salone satellite and and work with him like uh, francesco facin who who is incredible when he speaks about mari it's unbelievable his way of of relating and and transmitting all his all this emotion and all what he learned from him and uh, and the other uh, the other designer is Paolo Ulian who also is, did Salone Satellite and worked with um, with Mari uh, he first met him in at 
when he gave a talk or taught in a, in a school in Florence, Isia Institute. And then Mari invited him to come to his studio to work with him. So he was very, very happy about that. And uh, I spoke to Paolo because he's very, very happy because he was invited to do the setting of the show that Hans is now curating that will be opening in Triennale in a few weeks. So you can imagine his emotion, his happiness to do to all this all this work with uh, for someone he really uh, appreciate, he, he he considers and he's very, very happy about. Francesco, who also uh, did a work on stage with him, like I think a year and a half, um, related me that uh, his relation with with Mari, who came to Salone Satellite the first year when Francesco was participating together with uh, Alvaro Catalan de Ocon, Spanish designer. They were together sharing a space and they invited Mari to come who never visited, had visited Salone Satellite. So he was very happy to be there and uh, um, found the, the event very, very interesting and went around talking to a few designers that he considered were showing or presenting very interesting, interesting projects. And uh, it was his first time because I never saw him in Salone Satellite. I have seen many other masters visiting every year, design, top designers, architects, but Mari was never there. And then I found out that he was there in 2007. And when we were celebrating, I was celebrating 10 years of Salone Satellite. So there were all, all these young designers are very, was very, very happy to meet him and, be, and to follow his work which they continue to do. Everyone right now is very, very excited to see the show in Triennale. Yes, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to see the, the full breadth of his work and also other designer and artist responses to him. I mean, in recent years, it's been evident um, from Salone Satellite, um, the graduation shows of, of design schools, that young designers like the rest of their generation are increasingly radicalised and increasingly focused on ecological, humanitarian, social and political challenges. Do you think that um, this has actually sort of bound them even more closely to Mari, given that of all the the great leaders of Italian design of his generation, his work was the most overtly politicized. Oh, oh yes, for sure. They were very much um, impressed and followed him very, very much. Even the young, uh, I must say, the young designers since I started Salone Satellite, and now I will be celebrating 23 years of that I founded. Young designers from all over the world have followed um, being very, very careful about ecology, ecology, sustainability, and uh, are have been very, very much impressed following all 
the masters, especially in Somari, that in here in his years of creativity has been one of the leaders of this um, very, very important martyrs. And how would you describe his legacy, his enduring contribution to design? What would the key elements of that be? As we mentioned before, you know, he'd been, since his very beginning, all these um, subjects that are now very important and the whole world is taken care of, ecology, sustainability, and designing interesting products that will be important to better our lives. This is the, the his legacy of design was design is the most and it is the most old industry in the world. Everything was designed, but we must try to use the best best products in order to have a better way of living. And he has his represented with his designs, with his autoprogettazione, confirmed the importance of this legacy. Indeed, it's an extraordinary um, body of work. Um, And Marva, as you've championed young design talent for for so long, I wanted to ask you about the current situation for young designers, because obviously, um, because of the COVID-19 crisis, we're in an unprecedented um, situation in so many aspects of our lives. But for young people in particular, it's a very, very difficult time. Um, The young designers who'd have expected to be presenting their work at Salone Satellite this year obviously weren't able to do so because Milan Design Week um, was cancelled. What what is their situation? Are there alternative ways for them to reach out and raise awareness of their work? Will they be able to do so at a later date? Or Is this a year of young designers who have been left in basically a vacuum in terms of reaching out to an international market? Uh, Yeah, this is very sad as we all live this situation all over the world and especially the young designers. I can um, speak for Salone Satellite that this year as, as Salone del Mobile did not, um, was uh, celebrated in April. We hope and we have, it was that next 2021 in April, from April 13 to April 18, we will be celebrating Salone del Mobile 60 years and Salone Satellite for the 23rd edition where the young young designers who unfortunately this year were not able to show their creativity, they are, uh, it was for them very sad 
a few of them managed to show uh, with the with press their their production, but it's not enough because their their interest and the um, the most important um, coming to Salone Satellite is where they meet producers and um, entrepreneurs in the field where they can show and explain their creativity, their projects, and they have a, then a response, are invited to these companies' mass product, their, their designs. This, this year did not happen because for them it's very difficult to get in touch directly with the with the company not showing in salone satellite so they but they're all very um, now very enthusiastic the fact that next year they will be back to salone where they can they will be showing their their pieces I have, I continue to uh, get in touch with them, right? They sent me, they are sending their projects and we hope that next year all this terrible situation will be over and we'll be, we all will be able to be in Salone Satellite for them to show their creativity. And so will you effectively have two years of, of young designers in the 2021 Salone Satellite? Yes. The, the designers that were not, um, that were confirmed to Salone, to be in Salone uh, for 2020 will be back next year. They have almost all of them have confirmed their participation and we now we have as of may of may 2020 to august 30th we have received new applications and these new applications are subject to be evaluated by the selecting committee by october and we will have confirmation of those who have been accepted and who will be attending Salone, Salone Satellite 2021. So it's going to be a very, I think, a huge space, much larger, larger than ever, because we will be combining two years of, uh, of uh, these young personages showing their creativity. But we will, we will uh, manage to organize and have them all there to live this experience with Salone Satellite and all the producers and visitors to Salone Satellite. No, well, that's um, fantastic because, of course, um, you know, the true tragedy of COVID-19 is the deaths, the anguish that's been caused. But in the ensuing K-12 
chaos in other aspects of life, young people in particular, have been very, very badly affected. And it's so sad to think of them, particularly the ones who've worked so hard and invested so much time and energy and talent in their work, being robbed of the opportunity so unfairly to present it um, in an effective way in such an important platform. I mean, have you been supporting them um, in the intervening period? Because I imagine lots of them are in need of advice and counsel. They may be having financial difficulties and so on. Have you been able to help with that or has the focus been on the presentation and helping them over the long term? Oh, yes. I continue weekly. I have, I'm in touch with them. Um, you know, I'm, some of them, I was considered la mama. <laughs> so, I, you know, I treat them as, as my children. And uh, I'm very happy to be in touch with them. Some are, some are very, very communicative. They will always be calling me and sending me the projects and asking for advices and uh, where I can, uh, you know, um, getting them in contact with, I think, with a few, uh, like mainly press, so they can be uh, be able to publish what they were they're showing but on the other side they are very uh, jealous and uh, protective with their designs and they do not want to show it now this they are patient waiting for next year for salone satellite 2021 this is this is the the hope and the wish of all of them and all of us and myself to celebrate next year when they will be showing because they will they want to show they don't want their, their pieces to be published ahead of time they want to show the producers first of all what they have created so they are they are very very optimistic in a, in a, it's a sad way that the Salone it was not, did not um, take place this year, but they prefer, they are, they are now patient and waiting for next year. And this makes me, in a way, very, uh, very happy and, uh, and thinking positive for next year. Exactly. It's the smart decision to make, to play for the long term rather than the short term. But Marva, they are, of course, all very, very lucky to have you and your unstinting support, as are we all, Milan Design Week in particular. So looking forward to seeing you and um, the young designers work at Salone Satellite next year, very much in the spirit of, of the great Enzo Mari. And thank you so much for talking to us, Marva. Uh, thank you, Alice. It was a pleasure for me to be interviewed by you. I have always admired you, your work. I have your your I'm reading your Bible, design as an end, your book that you presented ah, last year. Indeed, well, I have Leslie Molinage to thank for the at title. Casina showroom. I love it. Complimenti <laughs> and thank you so much. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, lovely to talk to you, Marva, and see you okay. in April. 
Yes, me too. Bye-bye. Ciao, bye. Take care. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.